Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Premier, what's your government's view of the federal government's actions concerning the COVID-19 pandemic? Are you satisfied, Premier, or do you have advice or expectations of Mr. Trudeau's government based on evolving knowledge about the spread of the coronavirus? Well, Roy, I, I think they're they're working extremely hard. I'm in constant contact uh, uh, with uh, the deputy uh, prime minister, along with the prime minister as well, and uh, I think they're they're doing their absolute best. We're working uh, very collaboratively uh, with them, and and I appreciate the announcement the prime minister uh, did yesterday uh, about making sure they have a subsidy of seventy. Uh, 70% of wages, that helps small business owners because there's so many businesses out there that are absolutely hurting, barely keeping their doors open and, you know, hanging on by their, their fingernails there. And, and we're, we're very grateful uh, for the work that uh, they're doing and, and how uh, uh, collaborative they've been with all provinces and, and uh, the communication. Uh, they're, they're calling every day. And so I... I uh, I truly believe everyone's uh, working uh, very well together and working as hard as they can. Premier Ford, you use the emergency alert system in Ontario, the same system which is used as an Amber Alert for children who go missing. And you did that to inform anyone returning to the province, even from another province in Canada, that they must self-isolate for 14 days. And very clearly, this was not a request. Speak to that, please. Well, we, we thought it would be the best way to get the message out. We were concerned. We kept hearing stories from uh, people that knew people that were arriving and they were stopping to get groceries. And, and uh, you know, they, they just, I guess they weren't hearing the news if they were away uh, in, in Florida or from abroad. There was a million people uh, coming back to Canada from abroad and hundreds of thousands were coming back to uh, Ontario. And we just want to make sure we we're very clear uh, if they go and get groceries, if they go see their grandchildren or, or vice versa, the grandchildren go see their grandparents, they're, they're putting their own family members in jeopardy. They're putting uh, the, the public in jeopardy. And uh, we, ju- we just have to make sure people understand how serious this is, that uh, they're, they're going to have to communicate with their loved ones over the phone. Uh, and that, that's, that's what we need to do. They need to self-isolate for 14 days. And I, I, I truly believe vast majority of the people, uh, Roy, and I, you just have to look downtown Toronto. It's like a ghost town uh, here, and, and at least people are listening, and we're, we're very grateful for that. The Italian Doctors Association revealed that 51 doctors who contracted COVID-19 have now died. Premier, your government has said there is no rationing of personal protective equipment taking place in hospitals. That was immediately challenged on Twitter and elsewhere by medical professionals. What is the situation? Well, I'll tell you, I'm all over uh, the procurement department. Uh, as I say, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm on I'm like a 300-pound gorilla. There's one thing I understand for, from 30 years of doing procurement and supply chain in our private company here in the U.S. I understand procurement, and uh, what we're trying to do is, is get as many N95 masks. We have 5 million of them on order. Uh, 3M has Three plants in the world, one in the U.K. that are taking care of the European Union, one in uh, South Dakota that are taking care of, for the most part, the U.S., and, and then Singapore. And we thought, okay, rather than start relying on the rest of the world when everyone's in a crisis, uh, we're the manufacturing engine of, of Canada, 
and uh, the ingenuity of uh, companies we can pull them together and I, I have to uh, you know really give the shout out to uh, companies three or no sorry four of the largest part auto part manufacturing companies in the world is uh, Martin Rea, uh, Woodbridge, Linamar and uh, Magna so they brought their uh, engineering might and manufacturing together uh, they've broken into two groups one group is going to be uh, putting an assembly line together for ventilators because uh, there's no ventilators being produced outside of in the in the U.S. and everyone's holding on to them. So we're gonna we placed an order for 10,000 ventilators, and we're gonna support the rest of the country. The premiers have asked us, the other premiers have asked us to take the lead on it. That's exactly what we're we're doing. And uh, then they're also gonna start building the N95 masks right here in Ontario for the whole country, which is uh, a big relief. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of uh, the, the belt and suspenders type of guy. I always want to make sure in crisis that we're covering our, our backside. I'm heading off to our distribution center. I mean, I've, I've done audits my, you know, my whole life outside of politics, and I really, I do trust, uh, I do sincerely trust our, uh, our public service, but I just want to verify. It's like the old Ronald Reagan uh, theory, trust but verify. I'm going in there tomorrow. I'm going to do an audit to make sure what uh, we say we have on paper, because, uh, and I, I appreciate what they're doing. Ontario is a big machine, and I just want to make sure that uh, the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted, so I'll, I'll see firsthand exactly uh, what we have, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna work uh, we're gonna work hard in making sure we get all the supplies. I I'll tell you a quick story. Um, I heard in in Etobicoke, uh, in our manufacturing area up in Rexdale. Uh, that there was a, a company uh, producing hand sanitizer. They switched their, their line over. And I showed up there cold turkey, and I go back in this factory. There's cars there. So I walk in there, and there was two sons and a father sitting on a line, uh, switched their line over, pumping out the hand sanitizer. I don't know who was happier, them to see me walk through thinking, what's the premier doing walking through, or me seeing them put the sanitizer in that bottle <laughs> and... Uh, I just I was so proud of them, and so the companies like that are, are the ones that are stepping up and switching over their lines. You have endless stories about distillers doing the same thing, switching over from be it the vodka or any other drink uh, into hand sanitizer. That's how we're going to uh, beat this COVID nineteen right. by everyone getting involved. And I'm just so proud of the people of Canada; they're doing an incredible, incredible job. Premier, what are Ontario's greatest needs right now? Your pandemic relief package announced at $17 billion. You said the other morning that every line item is up for review. Have you identified additional issues, um, matters, developments that need to be addressed and very quickly? Yeah, well, what we're doing, Roy, we're working hand-in-hand with the federal government to make sure we aren't duplicating uh, any area, and and we're looking at... uh, Increasing 3.3 billion in support for for healthcare, another 3.7 uh, billion in support for people and, and jobs, and then on top of that, we have the 10 billion dollar uh, deferral program on on items. But if there's a need, uh, we will not hesitate and not hesitate for a second to make sure we put money uh, where it's needed. And we're hearing uh, certain needs. So I'll give you an example that's something very close to you, Roy, and very close to me. And uh, I always say I listen to the health professionals. Uh, by no means am I a doctor. We have some of the best uh, 
people in health anywhere in the world, right here in Canada, right here in Ontario. And it really hit home uh, about, uh, you know, a lot of hospitals are, are not doing the, the sur- uh, surgeries for cancer patients. And uh, I, I know, I know your, your beautiful wife, uh, she went through the battle, my brother, my mother, my dad, and, and uh, you know, millions of others uh, went through the pain of one of their loved ones. So I did call up uh, Ontario Health and, and spoke to the CEO, spoke to uh, the CEO of uh, OHN, Ontario Health Network, that does Princess Margaret and a few other hospitals. And I said, by no means am I telling you uh, what to do because I am not a health professional but if there's any way of coming up with a happy balance and making sure we take care of the most critical uh, patients, uh, then uh, we, we need to do it. And so we're, we're moving forward. I'm going to get a briefing today on it. Uh, but it's, it's, uh, it's so important that we try to help, help everyone. And I fully understand they're, they're just maxed out right now. And they're, they're trying to do so many different things, uh, be it uh, helping cancer patients or COVID-19 patients, but I, I think there has to be a, a little bit of a, a balance. And uh, again, I want to thank our doctors, our frontline healthcare workers. They're the true heroes in this. And uh, I just wanted to give you an update on, on that because I, I know it's uh, close to both our hearts. Yes, it is. Premier, thank you for that. Um, Ontario isn't delivering monies directly to residents of the province, as other provinces are doing, like Alberta. And Saskatchewan. And then there's the issue of rent payment concerns for millions of people coming up in just a couple of days, uh, April the 1st. What are you going to do directly for people in financial crisis? And uh, remind us, please, what the regulations and the rules or the expectations of the province are as far as rent is concerned. Well, can I just jump back and then I'll address the rent? So we're putting... uh... Uh, direct deposits of $200 for every family per child under 12 years old, $250 uh, for families per child with special needs. We're also uh, doubling the monthly gains payments for 194,000 low-income seniors, um, which is which is really helpful. $166 for individuals, uh, uh, 332 for for couples. We're also uh, making sure and I. I don't know if the, the rest of the province uh, faces the electricity costs that people in Ontario do, uh, but we're taking uh, all, all individuals and, and uh, companies off peak, peak pricing, so they're, they're going to get the lowest cost for electricity, 24-7 uh, for 45 days. That's costing uh, about $165 million. We're cutting taxes by $355 million for 57,000 uh, employers uh, until they can keep the people uh, that uh, are, are essential services, uh, keep, them, keep them working. Premier, I know we have limited time. I really haven't kept track of the time of our conversation here. But I have to ask you this question. We're looking at it stressed, and you've talked about how heroic the frontline health care workers are, and they certainly are. Uh, they're under a tremendous amount of stress. We have the Italian example of 51 doctors who contracted COVID-19 now having died. The question is also about immigrant and refugee doctors who have certification from other countries, the countries in which they originated. So the question now is, should we, can we, will we certify these doctors to participate on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic battle? 
Well, I, I think uh, everyone, it's, uh, everything's on the table right now, Roy, and that conversation has come up, and it's a, just a little more complicated. Uh, but I said they must be able to do something. They must be able to help us. They must be able to be in the hospital labs. Uh, critical surgery, um, you know, I'm, I'm, as much as they might have done it in, in another country, we'd have to go through our, our health care uh, team and make sure we get uh, the, the proper uh, certifications that they, they need. But, uh, yes, I, I say we, we need them. I say we need them in, in some sort of area. Uh, within the healthcare system, they'll bring a lot to the table, and I've heard over and over again these stories that uh, you know they 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 were a doctor in one country, but they're they're driving let's say driving a taxi, and God God bless the taxi drivers. Don't get me wrong, they're they're great folks, but uh, they uh, these doctors, if if possible, we should get them in the system and get them going, and and I think uh, unfortunately it takes some crisis to to wake everyone up and. In certain areas, but we're gonna we're gonna explore that for sure because I I know there's there's room uh, for them to to help uh, the people of Canada out one way or another. Premier, is there anything you want to add to our conversation today? Uh, without my asking your question, something that's on your mind that you want to share with the people of Ontario and the people of Canada? Well, I just want to thank uh, everyone in our, in our great country. We live in the greatest country in the world, and. Uh, Roy, I want to thank you for your leadership. I listen to you all the time. You're out there getting the message out. And without people like uh, yourself in the media, we wouldn't be able to get our message out. So we're so grateful. And and the great uh, private sector folks and everyone pitching in, I just say God bless Canada. and We have the greatest country in the entire world. We will get through this. We'll get through it together. And I'm just so proud of, of everyone from coast to coast to coast. Premier Ford, thank you for the time today. All the best going forward and stay well. Thank you so much. You as well, Roy. You take care. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.